An Instagram post gets an unexpected boost. A TikTok catches in the algorithm. Sometimes that's all it takes to launch someone into internet fame. But then what? This Blew Up is a new podcast documentary that reveals how social media stardom is made. It's a different kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Blew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast. Now, this season has been one for the books thus far. It just seems like there's a surprise around every corner. I mean, TJ's essentially turned into Santa Claus this season. And every day, we're getting a new gift, all right? But instead of it being like, you know, a new bike or a fancy new pair of rollerblades, TJ is serving up vets hot off the griddle. And uh, this episode uh, was no different. Generally, when I see this gentleman walk into the house or, uh, you know, I show up on a challenge season and he's there, I'm not all that excited because I know what a nightmare it is to compete against him. But um, this season is a little bit different. And uh, you've seen how lopsided the house has been up to this point. And there is an absolute you know, rookie revolution, a coup d'etat, if you will, taking place. So I've never been happier to see my next guest uh, than I was walking in to the zone. He was definitely a sight for sore eyes. So ladies and gentlemen, three-time challenge champ, Mr. Jordan Wisely, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Johnny Bananas. Yo, look look at us. Growth. I know, man. The growth. We're excited to see each other in a game. I was generally, genuinely excited to see you too. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so, so when we came in, obviously we didn't know. Uh, I mean, Nani and I came into the game, obviously. We didn't, like, nobody was expecting it. But I think TJ kind of teased it a little bit that there was going to be, you know, another vet coming in. We didn't know who it was going to be. Uh, but yeah, seeing you walk in after knowing what the dynamic in the house was, because dude, I walked in for the first time in a long time on a challenge and I felt naked, not in a literal sense, more in like the figurative sense, even though I do like to pull my ass out a lot. I felt naked a lot. And I'm looking around this house and I'm seeing all these rookies. And it was like the prison was being run by the prisoners. So 
you and Anissa showing up, it was like just tipping the, 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 the scale a little more into balance and things just felt right in my world. Yeah, I didn't recognize many faces, you know, like up on the stage. So I was like, uh, what did I get myself into? And then, so, okay, how big, so you guys had a little hint that like something's coming, yeah. but like any idea, was my name thrown around, no. around uh-uh. at all? I mean, I had, I had no idea. For all I knew, I had just talked to Georgia a few weeks before. I thought you were still in Mexico. Yep. Just going ham. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's where I, I literally came from. Mexico. I was in Tulum with yeah, Georgia and Maddie yeah. and, and some friends trying to relax. Yeah. And then I get a call and they're like, uh, you know, we really need you to step in here. Can you do it? And, you know, like I've been gone for a little bit, mm-hmm. especially from the from the main franchise. And in my head, I was just kind of like, yo, I miss playing this game. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't be like skipping out or keeping myself from it just because I don't want to face Tory. Yeah. And so, you know, when they called and I was in Mexico, it was probably good that I was there because I was like in a better headspace mm-hmm. of like, I'm going to attack some things and work on myself. And uh, I'm sure there was some alcohol involved in that decision making. There's no better place. And I've always said this, there is no better, more therapeutic place to work on relationship issues than in the challenge house. Oh, easily. The least toxic. Least toxic. It's, you know, you don't have to deal with anybody else's opinions. It's just you two just working your shit out. So, yeah, and the millions of viewers. And the uh, inability to escape from cameras and the fact that any little hiccup whatsoever that you guys have is going to be plastered all over the place. Um, Did you know, now, just to to back up a little bit, just to give the the, the listeners here a little context, you and Tori uh, broke up before Double Agents, correct? And then since Double Agents, had you guys spoken at all? Like, what's your guys' relationship been since Double Agents? Not much. Like, we were back to being, like, cordial. Um, you know, we we had a cat that she now has, so I do check in on me. So She kidnapped your cat? Yes. Remember, yes. Did you guys, like, split custody? <laughs> no, I've gotten no custody, and I'm pretty upset about it because that is the cutest damn cat in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't care your what anybody like says. space alien, Jordan. Yes, and she's so cute for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we we were cordial. Um, we hadn't really, like, we we hadn't talked about anything real. You except know? for the stolen couches. Except, except for, you know, the couches that I had to pay for. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that she had to have, but then she didn't want to take with her. She was like, well, you should just pay me for them. Um, because and then everyone knows. And so, and I was a little bit fuzzy because, I mean, I was in the dark as well. I remember there was like the rumors, the, 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 you know, there's always rumor mills, dude. These these T accounts love to see a good, uh, you know, love to see some good turmoil in a relationship. Oh, yeah. And I remember seeing, you know, some some whispers out there about things not working out. But then you did a post where you're like, you know, something to the effect of don't worry, mom and dad are okay. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, mom and dad are all right. All right, yeah. good. So I can now I can sleep at night knowing that Tori and Jordan are still yeah, happy. You know, it was, it is you, you know about this. You know, you know what it's like to have a public relationship. Yep. And when it's good, it's great. Yeah. Because everyone's having a great time for you and everyone loves love and it's awesome. But as soon as you hit a little snag. Everyone has an opinion on it. Everyone, yep. you know, like the, 
when you're in the public eye, people send screenshots of stuff, and oh, you're yeah. just like it, try, taking things out of context, and you're just like, you know, it, it it gets a lot. And then when you're frustrated with each other, that stuff finally starts to break. Yeah, in you know, break your your barriers that you have up. But so so it's safe to say though that before you guys coming in, you guys were cordial, but you probably weren't ready to no. I knew work out your issues or, or 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 have all these unfinished conversations on the chat. Like you guys hadn't got to that point yet. No, no. And it was I knew, and this is, you know, like credit to her, uh, you know, and, and what she says in the in the episode is is true. You know, like I at least had five days to prepare myself. Yeah. For yeah, like five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so, but and I and I also knew that my decision meant I was making a decision for her in that. There's no way we're going to be in this house together in this game and not hash our shit out. Mm -hmm. So I, I, yeah. And I knew that I was making that decision, but like at the time when I made the decision, I was like, it's now like, we just have to fucking rip this bandaid off, Mm -hmm. do it. Well, as listen, as a cast member and as a viewer, I want to say thank you (laughs) because there's nothing more than I like watching than a good old fashioned train wreck. Uh, So, but sorry to sorry to uh, take pleasure in you know your pain. But um, so when you walked into the to the zone, obviously you see everyone's faces up there. Some people you were happy to see. Some people you were unhappy to see. I remember the last time I think we saw you was uh, you know you and Fessy in in um, in full wrestle. Full wrestle. But yep. then, dude, double agents, Fessy and you know, know. Tori have a little thing. So I mean, was there some people up there that you weren't necessarily all that happy to see? You know, I knew that that was going to be, uh, I knew that Fessy and I were going to be under a microscope as well, mm-hmm. you know, and to Tori's credit and everything, like there was no, like she didn't cheat or anything, you know, it just, everything was really bad timing of like how it came out and everything. But I like, I can't, like if I hold that grudge, like that's just lame, yeah. you know? So uh, I could have came in and like made it a really tough journey tougher than it already was this is by far yeah. the the toughest challenge that i've ever done Dude, like mentally everything being in a similar circumstance than you guys were uh in a past relationship you know and somebody that's that was you know kind of part of the challenge family and it's like i don't think i could come up with a more nightmarish scenario than to be in a house and have my ex roll in and then just have to live in the same under the same roof in the same house and like just try and carry on my daily life as if everything was fine when it's like i mean it's hard enough when you're not dealing with that to survive in the challenge house did you put that on top of it man it makes a very difficult task damn near impossible so i gotta hand it to to you because you guys handled it up to at least early on like i know i know we we started out so great but this is that it just shows how stressful the game is. And it does not matter how much you want to keep the game and your personal life separate. You can't. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you you can't. Like, the viewers are going to see, like, you know, coming up. It's like, when people ask you to make decisions and stuff, and, and then they, you know, they want to, like, use things against you, that gets really tough. Yeah. And- well, I mean, that's the thing. is, I've, and I've seen this happen a lot more in the challenge recently than before. It's like... Before it was like whatever happened on screen, whatever happened under in, in the challenge, you know, house in the confines of the game, was fair game. Yeah. Even if it was like, oh, there was this hidden hookup somewhere, like whatever. You were on the challenge happened, but what's one of the, the the more concerning like recent developments is the fact that now people, because a lot of times people spend 
time with cast members outside of the show, or like whatever, they then bring in situations, circumstances that took place off the screen into the show. And they almost can use that as like, like, a, like a bludgeon or like leverage. And I've just thought that that's just fucking ridiculous. Oh, the addition of, you know, like with social media becoming so, so big, it just, yeah, people come in with these vendettas and blackmail. Yep. You know, and they want to like use these things against you, you know, like if you don't vote our way, I'm going to tell people about this. And it's like, what? That is not yeah. the game. I know. Like they, like, like that's one of the reasons why I see like in the past, it's been also, uh, you know, the new trend is to go on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Vacation I, with cast members. And I'm like. This vacation group that they got going. Well, but I mean, you know, they get into, so, I mean, from what I've heard, there's been, you know, there's. You did some pretty, you know, risque shit on these vacations. And it's fine when you're all, when you're all friends. It's all fun. But what happens when now you have to like vote this person in or someone screws you over? And now it's like all these things that were like all fun and games on vacation. It's now like, well, what if I use this in the game as a way to like, you know, you know, to get retribution. Terrifying. That, like that to me is terrifying. Yeah. That's why yeah. I only go on vacation with my family. Because they'd never do that to me. My real family, not my challenge family. <laughs> Right, let's get in this episode. So, okay. So you come into the house and like I said, dude, it was like, and I, I feel like you came into the same situation that I did where Nani and I walked in the house and we're like, okay, can someone fill us in on what the fuck is going on here? Do you, do you, do you know who I was? I was disappointed when I walked in a little bit because I saw who walked out right before me and I was so upset that Turbo and I didn't get to at least right. spend Sorry. a night how did I, dude, how together. Did I, how, did, how did that I was I gonna gloss over that? Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I mean, as if, as if, yeah, you walking in and 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 having to deal with Tori wasn't gonna be enough, dude. Yeah, your arch oh, nemesis, I was ready. I was your ready. arch nemesis, yeah. Turbo, was there. Well, don't worry. We we made we made very short work of him. Very light work. You know what? You know what's super ironic to bring Turbo and I's story into a full circle was, you know, Anissa and I. You know, they they have you in the car and everything, and you're waiting in the dark and everything at elimination. So like everything goes down and everything, but we don't. We're not privy to anything. We don't get any info either. But we see the silhouette of two people leaving the mm -hmm. the zone, and Let I guess how you could tell it was Turbo, <laughs> bro. Nobody walks like this guy. <laughs> Nobody walks like this. It's unnatural. And in the first two seconds, I looked over there. Anissa goes, oh, look, there's two people leaving. That's the team that just lost. And I look over and I go, oh, who is it? Oh, that's 100% turbo. And it was. little. You're like, either, either Conor McGregor just got eliminated from the challenge or it was turbo. Yeah. And so, dude, I'm telling you, Jordan, like, I mean, and obviously not to beat a dead horse because we talked about this with Nani, but it's like, God, man, getting rid of that guy was just, I don't know what happened to him, man. He went from being such a likable character to just, I don't know if he let the show or the, the, the fans or the win or whatever get to his head, but he went from being like so likable to so unlikable to the point where it's like, dude, we're on the challenge. Like, this is supposed to be fun, man. Like, yeah, we're going to crack jokes at each other's expense and whatever. It's like, you can't get offended by every single thing that happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, that's exactly right. It's not fun. Yeah. Like, you know, com like we love competition, yeah. but like it, come on, man. Like it's not fun when we're like holding knives and, we're and also all playing this. A game. Like, yes. It's shoots and ladders for all intents and purposes. Well, I'm sorry for, you know what? I, 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 for my, again, for my own sick pleasure, wish we would have kept around a little bit longer just to, just to see how that 
just to Unraveled. see because I really wanted to see how he was with his little tennis ball. Oh yeah, and and you know it's very funny. Like take people's hats. Ball. He now. was playing paddle ball off his own forehead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna do a little got your hat joke. Dude, that got been, your ball. That would have been great, man. Well, I think he realized too that like his whole puffing his chest out bravado like machismo thing just wasn't working this season nobody nah. no it didn't work on anyone it, yeah i really think you know to go back to like your your question it really like i think he just drank his kool-aid yeah you know, he drank his own kool-aid he like you know listened to social media and yo for the fans oh come on a turbo is great to come in to a world of worlds one yeah. and smash like that and yeah. and and bring competition like yeah so i could see how they were definitely you know th that big hype train I think he he really just drank that Kool-Aid. So you coming into the into the house again, you're a little uh, like like I was. You're a little just probably confused by the layout. Tommy and Annalise are over here basically pumping up their own tires. We're, Ter terrifying team, huh? Were we worried? I mean, were, were you worried? Was, was that who really just put struck fear into your heart when you came in seeing Tommy and Annalise there? Because well, I knew Tommy was ultra flexible, and you know he was going to be sneaky. So definitely had him in the top three, and. What about Horacio when you saw him without his shirt on? How'd that make you feel? Did it uh, move, moved a little? Don't lie. No, I I didn't take my shirt off for the rest of the season after Horacio took his shirt off. Horacio, this is unfair. All right. It's not fair. Leave your shirt on, especially because the guy eats more than anyone I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like the more he eats, the more ripped he gets. Physics don't make sense. Like, like dietary physics do not make sense with Horacio. The the kid eats. 10,000 plus calories a day. 7,000 of those calories are chocolate. Yeah. You, the amount of desserts that that kid would eat was insane. Yeah. It's like, it's like, Horacio, did you not eat growing up? Because, dude, like, it's like you're making up for lost time here. And it's, I don't know where it goes. Yeah. Not an ounce of fat on the kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. energy for days. Yeah. I'm so upset. I'm sure you noticed, as everybody else did, because it was pretty much the, uh, pretty much the, 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 the main storyline in the house. We had this, Johnny, Raven, Narice, love triangle. You know, you had Raven who was kind of like the jilted lover who I think came into the game thinking that there was going to be this happily ever after for the two of them. They were going to start this showmance. They were going to be like- Yeah, what did she think? Brad that they were and Angelina. And then- Coming in on a love island or something? Like, sis, this is a challenge. And then, uh, but it seemed like Johnny had eyes for, for Narice. He didn't waste much time. In fact, I heard they were already hooking up on the plane. Come on, though. Narice is flying fine. to location. Oh, do you, is this a little foreshadowing, Jordanimal? No. No, it's not. I'm okay. just saying, like, a, a man can appreciate, and Narice is a good-looking lady. Well, uh, I'll take your word for it because I had my eyes on a different lady this season. and uh, Good for you. Not allowed. My, I'm not allowed to, to, to look at anyone else. Wasn't allowed to. That, uh, nor were you allowed to use your flirt tactics. That's true. I was banned from flirting very early on, which is tough for me because that's dude, actually that's just like how pinning, you speak. That's like pinning one arm behind my back and trying to fight. It's like, no, I need like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a very important tool to have at my disposal in this game. A hundred percent. Like trying to fight with one arm tied behind my it, back. It, you it, know? it is. I would say it is up there in your superpower arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> it's like another arrow in my quiver. You know what I mean? <laughs> And, and here's the thing. I mean, I don't want to put my nose where it doesn't belong, but this is the Death, Tax, and Bananas podcast. That's, all so that's you what do, I do. Johnny, right? it's all you do. And it, just for everyone else out there, I mean, I am going to try and give my opinion and my breakdown on what's going on with the Johnny Raven and the Reese thing. Coming from a guy who back in the day may or may not have had some fuckboy tendencies. No. You kind of can spot one when you see one. 
I but think he's, that's why. he's a good looking guy too. Like, yeah. can you blame him? But I mean, after hearing the story from Raven, kind of what happened, it seemed, and she doesn't seem like someone that's going to, you know, really, uh, you know, spin a yarn or, 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 or throw stuff out that's not all that hundred percent accurate. It seemed like, again, she thought that there was going to be more like she, you know, was, you know, they were Netflixing and chilling. They were working out together. They were each other's ride or dies. And then they get into the house and it's like day one, it's like pump fake. And then it, it was just like him and Reese. So it seemed, it, it must've been difficult for Raven because she wanted to sound like a supportive partner. I, I believe she her too. more like a wife. The whole time, Johnny, that's all I could think about. I was like, this is what like, what I would imagine. I've never been married, but this is what I imagine. Wives are saying to you, I need to be held. I need to be hugged. Yeah. I need to know that you, I'm like, yo, that's not this game. Yeah. But yeah. I do believe Raven when she says Johnny kind of insinuated like we they might be working on something kind of let her yeah kind of let her on a little bit i a hundred percent believe that it's in his favor to do that right because then she might work harder do you think she was like kind of like a in case of emergency break glass type thing like if i get there and there aren't any other options like i kind of have her on deck i'm not answering that because i'm here's the thing i'm a raven fan i do i love raven she's a fellow fellow oklahoma you know so i oklahoma yeah. No, I'm no, I'm not saying me, dude. If 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 the if the shoes are on the other foot, I mean, we'd be coming in as you know. What well, what I'm gonna say? I'm a Raven fan, but as soon and you tried to give her some advice on this. As soon as she saw that Johnny was interested in someone else, she needed to go find someone else. You need to go find that you know emotional crutch with someone else, and. You know what? It can be a little bit of both. One, you're curing your loneliness. Yep. And two, you're sticking it to Johnny as well. Exactly. You're showing him that That's I don't need I you, say. And we tried to tell her. We're like, yeah. hey, you need to go find someone else. Just go boo up with someone else. Fessy's right down the end of the hall. And uh, he Fessy has. a full plate. You mean Fessy? <laughs> you mean the decision maker? Fessy, yeah, the decision maker was down there making decisions at the end of the hall. You mean Fessy, as Tori referred to him as, the walking, living mistake? That Fessy? Ouch. Um. What okay. a segue, you know? What a segue. In that episode. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and that was the thing is I'm like, all right, you know, we're finally getting because because I was a little, I was a little uh, you know, curious too. It's like, all right, Fessy, you've been Fessy this entire uh, you know, ever since you started your challenge career. Now you're now you're 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 facile. Where did the change come in? And I totally get, you know, he's like, you know, I want to bring, you know, awareness to my name and the culture. But as soon as he said this is what it stands for, decision maker, I'm like, <laughs> Isn't that kind of like an oxymoron? Well, he did, in the when he's telling us the what the name was, human being I've ever met in my entire life. As he's telling us what his name means, he two sentences before he gets to the answer, he talks about how indecisive he is, and then cut to a, a, a clip of him playing musical beds. Yeah, wow. I mean, I mean, I got to hand it to the, the guys are cocks. It is a, like I'm genuinely like. I, I, I shocked isn't the word. It's not shocked. Yeah. It's like I'm in awe. Yeah, like like yeah. What you? He's a coxman. This man is a coxman. It's and like watching. You know what it is? Is it's like watching like Pablo Picasso like paint. You're like I could never do that. I could never do it. But I'm watching it happen. So that means it is possible. It is possible. You couldn't, Johnny. You and I could not date the best friends of any of our exes. No. 
much less four girls that live together and not and somehow not get like and not no have repercussions, it, not have it like mess up your game. Anyway, I'm, I'm worried on a season and it's been a while, but I'm even worried on a season if it's like I get involved with one girl because I'm like, how is this going to affect my game? Let alone four. Yeah. In like week one. Yeah. So I got to hand it to the guy. I think, listen, I know this may, th- th- this may come across as sounding a little critical, but in all honesty, it's more like, it's more envy than anything. I'm, I'm applauding. Not that I would ever want to switch positions. I'm I would never do that. No, it's no. like something yeah. that it's like watching. It's like ballet. Ballet's, it's like it's watching a, a masterpiece, watch, but yeah. I don't ever want to try. I it. can't do it, but yeah, yeah, it's too painful on the toes. Um, so uh, not to get back into the you, you and Tori thing, but obviously that's kind of like the vein that's going to run through this whole d- scenario. You guys obviously have, you know, this chat and she's basically saying that um, in her interview that obviously there's there's a lot of hurt there, but there's there's still a lot of love. Now that you've like entered the house, now that you guys have spent a little bit of time under the same roof in the same place, like was it? Like, how was, was it, was, was it kind of awkward just to kind of like move around like with her and like share the same space with her? Was it? No, it, you know, what's crazy is you immediately fall, especially after you have a, a heavy conversation, right? Like that, right? Which like really pulls you together. Your, your, your hearts are feeling really tied. Now it becomes so easy to fall right back into. Familiarity, buddy, yeah. and in the challenge, that's all you're looking for. Like you're looking for someone to hold on to and not think about anything. And you know, we, as you can see, yep. But we'll get to that. That's next episode. Um, I, I think the other big moment in you know episode three, we're gonna obviously move to episode four here in a second. But was Tommy and Annalise? Okay, it's like listen, you guys, you are already hanging on by your fingernails. Okay, like, like you guys obviously need need to look around, and it's like, you guys have already been you guys have already been put up. You've you've got to understand that it's like any deal that you make, you're probably gonna have to stick to it, right? And from what it seemed like, they made a pretty solid deal with Horacio and Olivia. They they did great. They were great up until they had to make a decision, and it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you've already made a deal with. With Horacio and Olivia, who are a strong team. Super strong. Why save Kim and Colleen, who have nobody? No one. Yeah. Like, like that, wouldn't that one, you want to try and hitch your wagon to somebody that at least has some, some a little more sway in the house than, yeah. you know, the I can't believe it, not, it's not Butter guy and, and, and St. Pauli girl? Like, come on, what are we doing here? Yeah, I, that one was a tough one because, like, you're also watching Tommy, which we love Tommy. He's so much fun. Love and, you, and, Tommy. And, Tommy and, Guns. And we wanted— Shout out. We won that watching that. I won. I was like, oh my God, like you had an opportunity here. And then they just fumbled on the goal line. Like all you had to do was save the strong team. Yeah. They're in your pocket now. Yep. And go forward. And and knowing that Horacio and Olivia are good, most of these teams are probably gonna go for that rookie team before you. Yeah. But yeah. Big brother. Lot, I think we, we got a lot of big brother vibes from that from that move. That was ultra big brother vibes. But yeah. what they don't realize is it's like, okay, but now you guys are gonna have to go into another elimination. Like you're not you ain't making I you, you, I don't I don't think this is gonna abode very well for the two of you. Well, big brother is all relationships, right? Whereas here you not only is it good relationships, but you have to pair with people who have a potential to get power. Yeah, exactly. Or who are going to win and who have the potential to save you. Yes.
This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. All right, so end of episode three, beginning of episode four, if you get another pair of vets that, you know, yeah. storm into the zone. TJ okey-doked us a few times on this one. He's like, all right, guys, get out of here. Now nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, I'm surprised. Kidding. Like, you can't do this to us, man. Like, like we're, 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 our emotions are running at an all time high. And I'm just like, who next is going to walk out of the, the, the friggin' bushes here? Lo and behold, it's Darrell and Veronica who they didn't show who trips in the sand coming into the zone. Not, not a very good, you know, uh, uh, omen for, you know, her performance coming up, but I mean, She's earned it. Listen, couple of legends. She's couple earned, of legends. She's earned it. She's earned it. She's, you know, she's won some finals in the past. She's been around for a while. And she's, you know, she's got a, a strong partner. So we'll, we'll, you know, give her the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Veronica may, you know, she weirdly makes good political moves too. Yeah. So. She's not afraid to, to take a swing. Oh, that's the thing about V Cakes is yeah. she is not afraid to take a swing. Yeah. And she will own it. She will tie up a vote real quick. She's one of the original bad girls, she man. She is. She is. So yeah, then we got okay. So they they come into the game. We obviously have have uh, you know Tommy and Annalise making the, the biggest boneheaded move of the season thus far. <laughs> My favorite, but but yep, but it said so. Okay, if Kim and Colleen go in, they hundred percent lose. Yep, and now you got Johnny Raven still in. That's so true. Tommy and Annalise, while it was a terrible move for their game great move for us it was oh no no that worked out amazing so for great for everyone you, else you couldn't yeah you could not have you know set up a better elimination than than we got there because yeah. the two strongest male rookies that just had to go against each other in a hall brawl no but that was okay that was like hall brawl but like just when you thought regular hall brawl was dangerous we're going to make Hall Brawl with a sliding guillotine in the middle. God forbid you fall down because you're not just going to lose the round. You're going to lose your head. And it almost happened to Johnny. I, almost had, I thought for sure when we were watching that live, I thought for sure yep. Johnny was he slipped, eating that pole. When he slipped and he was on his knees, Horacio hit that thing and that pole. I mean, he stood up at the last second before that thing took his head off. Yeah. Yeah. You had two incredibly evenly matched, you know, teams going into that elimination. Um, Johnny and Horacio, I mean, it was like, who do you got your money on? You've got Johnny, who was, a, who was a sprinter, and the guy's obviously, I mean, he's ripped to yeah. shreds. you got Horacio, who's a professional soccer player. And then you've got Olivia, who is, I mean, country strong. And then Raven, who's, you know. Country strong as well. Country strong, but also has a lot to fight for as well because she's a scorned woman. And I think she she's is. coming back with a lot of, you know, a lot of fire and intensity. Do you think, do you think her and Johnny's turmoil affected her a little bit. I do. Going in 100%, that. man. They didn't show it. And here's the other thing. They didn't show, but I told Raven, she's like, because she was feeling some sort of way about it, but she didn't want to say anything. I'm like, Raven, listen, you got to confront this issue. You got to confront Johnny. You got to confront Norris. Who knows? You guys are potentially going, what if you go home tomorrow and you're, you never reconcile this? And they don't show it, but there's a massive blowout 
between Raven and Maurice that never made air. Yep. And I mean, it was, it got, it got feisty, man. Yeah. And then, and then Johnny got put on the hot seat in the room. And I remember he was trying to talk his way around it. I was just listening to it, like, dude, this, you ain't, you ain't pulling the wool over my eyes, buddy. Yeah. Well, you can't have two scorned women in a challenge house yeah. and with nowhere to go. No. <laughs> Worst case scenario. So, uh, Great elimination. I, I mean, up to this point, I mean, obviously, it's the it's one of the best eliminations I'd seen in a long time, just because it was so evenly matched, and yeah. those two, like both abs, both both pairs, absolutely brought the heat. I did feel a little bad for Raven. Her shoes. At first, we thought she got blown out of her shoes. It wasn't yeah. her shoes were like three sizes too big for her. So what it ended up happening is actually Colleen took her shoes off and gave the Raven for the last round, but it was already too late. Yep. It was already too yeah. late. We were all, yeah, we're all like yelling down there. You gave some profound advice told her put your shoes on i was yeah. like wow johnny raven what are we doing here you don't want to do this you don't want to do this shoeless but then yeah we find out she's three sizes too big so get back to the house uh listen what's better than one topless horacio scene two two of them with not only horacio topless but also we got a shot of jack's boyfriend that was Jack's pillow boyfriend. One on the of bed. the sexiest scenes I've seen. You've got Jack's jacked boyfriend. Yep. On the bed, just look, looking oiled and right. And then you've got Laurel and Horacio in there, just making eyes and and like, you know, I could, I could feel the heat coming out of that room. I could too. And you know, there's Horacio being like, "Oh man, I smell. Get away from me," which actually meant like, "Come closer. He's really smell me. My musk." Laurel's just like, let me stick my face in your armpit. Like that was like the vibe I was getting. I was like, good <laughs> Lord, which is then a perfect launching point. I mean, that was just like the appetizer. Okay. Because then we get right when the song love shack started playing. Okay. I knew all hell was about to break loose. I knew that this was, this was about to turn from like, you know, this was about to turn from like, yeah, like shit was about to get wild. And sure enough, it was just mo a montage of all the hookups. We had Fessy literally carrying Colleen and just slamming her down on the bed like she was like, you know, like, like it was like a wrestling move. Like he yeah. looked like he looked like a wrestler with like like someone who literally back, walked in. Yeah, it was like you know they had just come home from like a, a drunken night out. The roommate had to let them in, yep. and then you know they they lay down. Covers, covers start shaking. And then who comes into the room? Then you have Nelson and Olivia come in. And now just so everybody knows, okay? <laughs> Very PC on this, on the show now, which is, which is okay. But if you would have heard the two of these, these two, like usually it's like if you're in the house and you're in like fool around with someone, it's like most, usually people are trying they're to keep like it covered, They're covering their mouths. They're trying know? to keep it quiet. Olivia did not give a shit. These two had megaphones. It was like, I mean, the sounds that were coming out of there. At one point, I was like, should we go check and make sure she's okay? Yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was Talladega Nights. And they're like, <laughs> you start hearing animal noises. <laughs> don't come running. <laughs> That's all we heard. Yeah, it was, it was like, oh God. Yeah, it was like, we were, we were on like a, 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 a safari in, in you know, truly. Africa. And it was just all the, it was like the, you know, in the jungle, the mighty jungle. Um, and then we had mom and dad. We got a, we got a little. We got a little taste of mom and dad <laughs> hopping back into bed together. You know Tori what? I want, I want, that one shocked because I didn't know that that that, that happened until yeah. I saw the episode. And you know, like just so everyone knows, she asked me to come in there. Okay, I didn't just sneak in there. So you were just being a good guy. I was. Thank you very much, Johnny. I was listen, being a good guy. You were just. just she was looking some, for some, some company, and she was like, "Do you want to come cuddle?" And you know what I said? No. 
No. And then and then she and asked like, me let again. Let me take my shirt off real quick. Yep. And then when she asked me a second time, I was like, all right, man. Listen, I can't. You know what? It would just, it, it would be mean of me to, 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 to deny. To I would Yeah. I would like, I wouldn't want to put her in that position. Yeah. Which I'm a good guy. Wait, which position didn't you want to put her in? Wait, which position did you want me to put in? No, just, get it. just an awkward one. Oh, an awkward position. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I meant that like figuratively. I thought you meant like missionary. Yeah. We cuddled. Hmm. Nothing more. Was it like a was it like a like a struggle snuggle or just a cuddle? No, it was it was just a cuddle. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, it, that was a great. I mean, amazing. Like, I, like in the first two what episodes, a little, little bow, huh? Yeah. It was a great. It, listen, it was a great way to you know just cap off. Um. You know that there's a lot of. I will say. I think there's more hooking up going on this season than there has been in recent seasons. Now, granted, Fessy is responsible for about 95% of the hooking up that's going on, but still, there's a lot. Between Fessy and Olivia, it was... Sparks were flying yeah, in Argentina. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Olivia, that's the other thing they haven't... They never really got into, which is kind of strange, is there was this weird love triangle between Jay, Olivia, and Colleen. That was never shown. I don't know yeah, if you were there yeah, yeah, for yeah. That. No, no, no. I came in there right as they were like settling this because one night, you know, Olivia slept in Jay's bed and then the next night Colleen was in there, but then Olivia didn't know. And I was like, what? Yeah, and that's when it was like, it, it was almost like, I think talking about what, what you were saying earlier, like, oh, the best way for, for, you know, if you see that whoever you have, you have eyes for is with someone else, you go to somebody else to find that affection and to seek revenge. That's what I think Olivia used Nelson for because yeah. she felt slighted by Jay. Yep. And she's like, all right, well, she N definitely did, you know, dialed, you know, called had, in the lefty. I had the pleasure of, uh, you know, chatting with Olivia, uh, while we were in the house and, and yeah, she, she was definitely feeling some type of way. She was like, how could he do that to me? Like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I feel you girl. You gotta go do something about it. I know. And did she ever, she did something about it. Um, the next, listen, heights over buildings challenges, not my forte, not my cup of tea, not something I want to do. People are like, oh, just face your fears, man. It'll be all right. It's like, no, I don't give a shit how many of these things I do. You put me on a 60-story building and a harness, and my heart is beating out of my chest, dude. I am not a happy guy. This one's a little bit different just only because you knew you weren't, you know, you were, you were suspended, you weren't going to fall very far, but fuck man. i think we all had with the exception of you and i and i will i'll give you credit for this where credit is due you were probably one of the only ones that got the strategy right because everyone else was like oh this comes down to grip and who can hold the longest when in actuality what it came down to at the end was who was going to have the most momentum to swing their partner into the flag and we just miscalculated it and all the guys hung all the girls jumped and none of them made it Except for surprise, surprise, the two teams where the guys jumped and the girls didn't. Uh, that was one of those like huge advantage of not having to go first. You know, we were we were like the <laughs> third or fourth uh, heat that went, and when no one got the flag, I was like, "Yo, something's wrong." Yeah, can you believe that Norris figured out that strategy? I can't believe Norris figured it out and didn't tell me. I know. That's wild. That's weird. Like, Norris figured, you know what's crazy is that she figured it out after I did it. Wow. Oh. So, like, it it, it almost, like, people would think that that was you backwards. Think maybe you did it by accident and she knew you did it by accident. She's like, oh, I know he did this by mistake, but I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely had to be some miscommunication there yeah. because, you know, she is good looking, but that was definitely my idea. Um, 
we got Kim and Tommy who are up next. And I just remember the size disparity between these two. It literally looked like a full grown adult hanging next to a newborn baby up on those, <laughs> up on those wires. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting strategies. I think the Kim and Colleen thing would have worked had they timed it better. I know. I know. It actually, like, I was pretty impressed. I was like, damn, I didn't think about that. And I, I definitely could have swung and let Anissa grab me. And I think that the Tommy Annalise one would have, would have worked out if Tommy didn't do his best rendition of Leonardo DiCaprio on the front of the Titanic. Yeah, that, like, they were an inch away. If he would have turned around, he gets that flag. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know, that's just, it's one of those things, you know, experience pays. We then have, I mean, I think one of the biggest moments of the entire season up to this point, one of the most monumental occasions that we have experienced in recent memory. Um, It's one of those, one of those times you're going to remember where you were, where you were at, you know? Yeah. It's very. Nelson breaking his losing streak after, was it 61 daily daily challenges? Incredible. Incredible. It's like Sea Biscuit winning the Kentucky Derby. That is one of the, I have to say, it's one of the and will be one of the longest standing records in sports history. I think it will. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 61 and one. I don't think one and 61. I don't think anyone will ever break Nelson's losing streak. No, that is all his own. It's almost more difficult to lose 60 in a row than like win 60 in a row. Maybe not, but it's up there. I mean, how do you not accidentally just fall into one? Into one. You like know what I mean? Like a thing where like everyone, format. yeah, like everyone gets disqualified or something. Like, but you know what? It doesn't surprise me because I, you weren't on total madness, but the last daily challenge we had to well, do. Well, I was and, until well, I yeah, wasn't. You, well, at the end, when, when I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, on total madness, we had to do this thing where we were all standing on these barrels that were like bowling pins, and there was 10 of them. 10 people, you had a stunt car. And dude, these were like barrels, like 40 gallon, massive barrels. The target was, I don't know, 30 feet wide, if not wider. And all you had to do was drive a car, pull a handbrake and basically run into a bunch of barrels. Yep. Nelson somehow, some way. No, he didn't. Pulled the brake and missed every single pin. No, he gutter balled with a car. Gutter balled with a car. And I'm like, that was more difficult to do than get a, hit a strike. You could have closed your eyes and hit more pins. You could have, you literally could have, you know, ghost drove. You could have, you could have tucked and rolled out of the driver's side door and And knocked out more pins. Yep. Um, So I guess, so I guess we shouldn't be surprised that 60, 60, I mean, that's, if anyone could do it, it's Nelson. But lo and behold, Nelson and the Reese take home the win. I've got to say, I was, it was funny because it was me, Nani, Mariah, and Fessy. And we were all watching. Horacio and Olivia go. And we were like, please don't fucking win. Because if they do, we were all going. <laughs> all in. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And we were all standing there. And when they screwed up, we were all like overjoyed. And then when Nelly T won, usually I don't like to see him win because a lot of times that, or be in a position of power, because generally that means that I'm going to be on a chopping block. But I felt good about my, my position this time. And lo and behold, surprisingly though, and, and we saw this in the episode. Nelly T was the one that was keeping an eye out for the vets instead of what he normally does and go for us. Norris was the one that wanted to swing big. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I say, man. These these new kids coming in, they all come in and they hear about the stories and, you know, they sit around for the first couple of days and they're like, oh, wow, these guys do really cool stuff. I want to do that too. And they try and do stuff that really 
those wrenches in the game, you know, but then it ends up biting them in the ass more. So it was, it was good to see Nelly do that. Cause Nelly's usually all the, always on the, you know, TYB side. I know. Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. That would have been, I mean, it was, it was good to see him actually make like a very logical, yep. very rational, very like well thought out and like lucid decision to not take the bait and not go for the vets because you know, the other people he was working with Jay, Rossio and Olivia, like, you know that that's what they wanted to do. So the fact that he kind of stayed true to like, I don't know, sort of like this loosely affiliated like vet alliance, I think said a lot. Smart move to not, I think old Nelly would have pulled the trigger yep. way too soon right then. Yep. And yeah, this, this showed growth in his game to just wait. So here's the other thing that, that was, is Norris was saying, well, I want to, I don't have a relationship with any of the vet girls because they haven't. You know, they like they don't respect me or they haven't come up to me. And I was thinking, like, well, that's not their job. No. It's kind of the other way around. It's the other way around. You've come into their house, into yeah. their game. Like, no, they're not supposed to walk around with name tags on going, hi, my name is. Now, that guys, on the other hand, one in particular, had no problem, uh, you know, approaching Narice and getting to know her. But well, that's for a later conversation. But his name's the Jordanimal. You're not funny. I was a bit confused. Okay. And, and I, I got to say, I, and I don't often like to admit when I've been sham wowed, had the wool pulled over my eyes. Bamboozled. But Olivia got me on this one, dude. Like I had no, I remember when Nelson put her up on the board, Nelson yep. and Reese put her up on the board. We and lost like, our minds. We're like after that performance. Wow. No, I was like, dude, yeah, you guys literally were just like. I'm talking about the bathroom performance, yes. not the challenge performance. After yeah. the bathroom performance. She didn't work her way out of that bottom four. That was that was no. If was we shocked. thought Fessy was a Coxman, Nelly I may have just was pulled ahead. Shocked, but here I come to find out that it was all part of their master plan. Brilliant, brilliant. It you know was. what? Like power to power to Olivia. You know, coming in rookie made a big time. That was a really risky. It was risky. It was also risky. It was smart because you're literally putting yourself potentially in again. You're letting Nelson off the hook. You know, you're giving him a name to say. And I got to say, man, I mean, Olivia is in a lot of ways, man. She is the uh, the real deal. Oh, yeah. Easiest recast of all time. That one. Um, but yeah, she so she literally plans to get herself nominated. Uh, and then I've seen. OK, the, the, the draw goes down pretty much exactly the way that we thought it was going to go. Unfortunately, Tommy and Annalise are in against Kim and Colleen. <laughs> Didn't take long for that uh, decision to come back and God, bite him in the butt. I huh? thought, though, man, it was going to be this lopsided. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, it hurt my heart. I felt, listen, I felt bad for Tommy and his guns. I mean, dude, it was like, it, it, again, Kim could not have made that look any easier. I know. And Tommy could not have made that look any more difficult. Yeah. I like it, like I said, it hurt. Like, and, and like we, we tried, everyone tried to give him info, like tips. Kim tried to give him tips. Yeah. I was like, oh, that doesn't look good when the guy who's beating your ass just Dude. gives you a tip on how to come close. Literally, you, you know, it's bad. You know, it's bad when the person you're competing against is helping you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which that happens again later in the season. I mean, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I literally was like, I was like, I wish I could jump down and just help him. I know it hurt, hurt my heart. You know, that was, that was just, that was sad. Um, all right. Well, I mean, and then that obviously brings us to the end. We don't get any more surprise guests at the end, which is kind of nice. Thank goodness. Now we know who we're working with, but now Jordan, it's going to be up to us 
You and me, because here's the thing. I think Darrell would probably want to ride veteran style, but his partner's the wild card. Yeah. You never know what V Cakes is going to do. So where we're at right now, I mean, I think it's like literally, and I think this is going to play out over the season. It's going to be up to us to really right some wrongs and, and hold down the fort here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be some, going to need to be some like opportune wins, power grabs. Like we're going to have to be on our P's and Q's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, any uh, any foreshadowing, any hints, any, any, any uh, sp- you know, any uh, spoilers you want to give out for what we can expect later on this season? I know we've already alluded to some things, but we haven't alluded to anything. Tony. Anymore. You uh, keep alluding to nonsense. Look, no, it's like ride or dies was one, you know, I think you and I talked about it when we, when we wrapped up, like it has all the makings of a classic season. You know, there's, there's love, there's hookups, there's rekindling, uh, there's blow ups, there's great competition, stellar rookies and a beautiful cast. There's lots of hug breaks. I may or may not jump in another cast member's eyelashes. And there's only one person who knows what that means. So I hope she's listening. Ew. What? I hate fake eyelashes. <laughs> all I can all I can see or hear when I'm talking to someone who's wearing fake eyelashes is blink, 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 like spiders. Blink. Yeah. Like, like, like they've got I like spiders. That, on I their truly eyes. believe that like if I were to take a girl home and and that has fake eyelashes, I'll wake up and see this thing like just crawling across, crawling across my pillow, coming to get me. I mean, they could. They're dangerous, man. Yeah, they're terrifying. Um, all right. Well, listen, Jordanimal, I just want to thank you for stopping by, all right, getting your take on everything. I can't wait to see how the rest of this season plays out. I know that you are going to have your hands full. You're in a very unenviable position where you're at right now. <laughs> but I've seen you work your way out of some very precarious predicaments. So if anybody could do it, it's you and – uh Good luck on the rest of the season, man. Thank you, man. It's going to be a good one. Um, you know, thanks for having me. You know, I had a super busy schedule, but I'll yeah. always make time well, to come on yeah. death, taxes, and bananas. Hey, man, I know like it, when you're not in Ukraine, you know, like in saving the world and and being in, in, in Mexico, just just parting your balls off, dude, you're, you're welcome here anytime. Dude. So, <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thanks for stopping by. Some it, of the best relationship advice I've ever gotten. For me? Yeah. Hey. Exactly what not to do. Hey, there you go. Listen, that's... Just do as I say, not as I do. Learn from me. Yes. That's Johnny's Johnny's motto. Yep. Like I said, do as I say, not as I do, and you'll be all right. All right. Well, Jordan, again, thanks for stopping by the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast, where the tea flows like wine, and my guests instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm Oprah, and I love you. (laughs) 